0: Hi, this is Arizu and Megan, and you're listening to The Dio Diaries. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to The Dio Diaries. It's your co-host, Megan and Arizu, And in today's episode, we thought we would do something a little bit different, a little bit fun than what we normally uh, make. So we're going to mix it up and play a Classic game of would you rather, but with a healthcare twist since we are both medical students and let's get started. So Miss Arazu, would you rather redo your medical education or redo high school?
1: I would rather redo medical education because high school was a long time ago and I don't want to go back that far. Yeah. (laughs) And I did pretty well in high school. I ended up at a good undergrad, so I don't see the point. Uh What I have to gain from going back to high school. But I could see how I could have um, formed better studying habits um, earlier in my medical education. Yeah. I mean, I'm still here. So, (laughs) I mean, things haven't gone completely awry. But, yeah, there's a few things I would have changed if I had the chance to go back.
0: What about you? Um, So, I, to be honest, I don't remember much from high school other than, like, the fun (laughs) times. So I feel like there's definitely like harder times, but I have a sister now that is in high school and she is absolutely miserable, like bless her heart. But I just feel like with the amount of like AP classes and everything, like just honestly medical school sounds more fun than what yeah. she's going through. <laughs> so I think I have to say med school too, um just because I feel like I'm more of an adult now also, which I like compared to Having to, like, you know, I don't know, be stuck at home and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I would have to go with med school also.
1: Yeah, I think the context is important. Like, you were living at home versus now you're on your own. Yeah. And you have a better head on your shoulders. So, I think just, it, it would be rather pointless to go yeah. back to high school. Because yeah. you'd probably make all the same mistakes again anyways. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. All right, next question. Would you rather work a 24-hour shift or oversleep and be late for your shift?
0: Hmm. I wouldn't say it depends <laughs> like it depends on the preceptor it depends on like the location but I think I'd say oversleep and be late
1: <laughs> because
0: <laughs> yeah. because I just think <laughs> I'll be honest like 24 hours does not sound fun whatsoever and with our school and the way they do it like you know, basically... Actually, no. Missing a shift could Well, it says jeopardize. be late
1: to your shift. You yeah, yeah, it. yeah. I yeah. think if
0: you're late... I mean, worse comes to worse. Like, maybe your preceptor's like, wow, you're like a lazy... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> la- lazy bum. But, like, I think I would rather that. But if it was then, like, a rotation that I, like, absolutely love and, like, I'm considering for for, like, a future mm-hmm. specialty, then I would say the 24-hour shift. Yeah. But I think in my third-year general... I would just go with be late. What about
1: you? Yeah, I think it depends, right? I think for a lot of these it's going to depend, but I think just not knowing anything more specific than what the question's asking, I'd probably do the 24-hour shift because even though I'm not always the most on-time person, I think my goal with rotations is to not be late to any shifts because I think it says a lot professionally about you to be late Mm -hmm. to a shift, and it's not the end of the world. Um... Obviously, there's so many ways to recover from being late to a shift. It's really not that big of a deal as long yeah. as you kind of apologize, explain yourself, and then yeah. not make the same mistake over again. But I think I'd rather do a 24-hour shift because it it's going... You may have to do a 24-hour shift in residency anyways. So yeah. I think for me, it's like um, just kind of pre- preparing myself for that kind of situation.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I think once you do get through, like, maybe the first 12 hours or something, like... Yeah. Maybe there's less expectations of you. Like, I'm hoping. I mean, can they really expect you to be, like, on your A-game until your 24th hour? Like, yeah. they're going to know you're, you've been there the whole yeah. day, hopefully. Yeah. And they have some sort of understanding towards you. They don't drop a pile of work on your and yeah. like, at the end of your shift, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I think it would be really hard to do a 24-hour shift. I've never mm-hmm. done anything like that before. But I think that... Um, I mean, we'll eventually have to do something like that. So I think yeah. I'd rather just kind of get that thing out of the way and show that I can do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. Yep. Um, Would
1: you rather be a doctor on a cruise ship or a doctor at a music festival?
0: Bro, doctor on, <laughs> uh, at a music festival. Because, like, I love, I love music. I love... I listen to music, like, probably at least a, an hour to two every day. So I just have to go with that. Um, plus, I feel like cruise ship like just the patient population I feel like I would be more so like I'm gonna be honest I don't see myself working with geriatric type patients and I feel like cruise ships is like either kids or like geriatric Mm -hmm. considering you know from my personal cruise experience Mm -hmm. and I just think versus music festival it'll be more interesting youngins? (laughs) youngins yeah youngins and like I don't know, like, let's say maybe a drug overdose, maybe dehydration, mm-hmm. um, and, like, who knows, like, he could be, like, vibing to the music on mm-hmm. the side, too, but I feel like, yeah, music festival sounds more fun. Yeah.
1: How about you? I think off the bat, I was kind of going, answering the question the same way you were thinking of it, like, I think the environment and energy of a music festival is also obviously a lot more fun for me, like, I really enjoy going to music festivals yeah. and concerts, but I think thinking about the question and the stress levels of actually dealing with patients and situations that could arise. I'd rather be on the cruise ship personally because I feel like it's very few and far between where real emergencies happen on a cruise ship. Mm. Um, it's, you know, nothing really cr- that crazy going on a cruise ship. Yeah. Um, at worst, it's like someone gets food poisoning and then maybe everyone on the ship gets food poisoning. <laughs> and at that point, you have an emergency on your hands, but yeah. it's not the end of the world, um, as long as you come prepared with, like, maybe some backup, like, physicians or nurses, and you come prepared with, like, antibiotics. (laughs) But at a music festival, like, people OD, like you said, people are dehydrated, people get stampeded, Mm -hmm. people get seriously injured, people get into, they're intoxicated, they can get into fights. I just think that that while the energy is fun, Mm -hmm. the energy is also very chaotic, Mm -hmm. and I just think that between the two, Mm -hmm. one sounds a little more stable to me. yeah. Um, so I guess it just depends what you're looking for. Something a little more chaotic versus yeah. stable.
0: I feel like I feel like I like the environment like of an emergency room. I like dealing okay. with emergencies. Like, I just feel like that is a situation that I can just be like it thinking fully, quickly. Yeah, think quickly for the most part, or just like keeps me on my toes. Versus I feel like if the environment is like too chill, mm-hmm. like I'll just fall asleep. Yeah, makes and, sense. Like, and like I also like to be honest, cruises are fun, but I just. I don't think I'll ever go on a cruise ever again. Like, (laughs) it was just, like, not my thing. I'd rather be on stable Mm -hmm. ground and earth. So I think that's why, but,
1: yeah. I think I'm indifferent about cruises themselves. That's why I say, for me, it's like... It's not that I'm excited to be a doctor on a cruise. Mm -hmm. I just think that the music festival could go either way. Like, I've seen some pretty poorly planned music festivals, and so I just wouldn't want to be in that situation Mm -hmm. where... I have everything going up in flames, literally. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, th- yeah. that would be, that's the way I would go. Okay.
0: Um, would
1: you rather love your hospital, pay co-workers and managers and hate your city and your life outside of work or the opposite? Would you rather hate the hospital, pay co-workers and managers, but love your city and life outside of work? Um,
0: I would go with loving the hospital, pay co-workers and managers just because Especially in like medicine, like I'm thinking, even the what is called like the lifestyle specialties, Mm -hmm. like you are going to be spending a lot of time in that environment. Like your work is almost going to be like your second home type of a thing. Yeah. So I feel like even if you, I don't know, don't really like the city and like life outside outside of work, as long as you're enjoying your coworkers, Mm -hmm. the people you're um, working with, Mm -hmm. it will be for the most part a manageable experience Mm -hmm. um and yeah I think the other way around I'll just be like honestly really miserable and I can just like I don't know for whatever reason I can think of like very unhealthy coping habits that can like evolve it's just Mm -hmm. like you might I don't know just constantly go out or try to make up for it by like yeah going out all the time Mm -hmm. or like not to say that is bad but I just think yeah I would have to go with the life or, like, enjoying your work environment. How about you?
1: Initially, I was leaning that way, too, but yeah. then I reread the question, and I think that um, the question says hating your, or loving your city and life outside of work or mm-hmm. the hospital and, like, work environment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when it says life outside of work, I'm thinking, like, that's, like, including home life and things like that. Yeah. And for me, that's what kind of made me think I'd rather pick the other choice which is hating work and then liking your life outside of work not because I want to go out and like it's not even the city that really matters to me Mm -hmm. but like when I think life outside of work I think home life yeah and I wouldn't want issues with like roommates or like marital problems or like if you have a family at that point like problems with your children like I think that those problems would personally affect me more than issues at work okay um and we do spend a lot of time at work so I guess it depends on whether this question is asked during residency, when I'm yeah. spending more time at work rather yeah. than at home, yeah. or versus just like general career, um, when I'd probably just be spending more time at work or even or at home rather, yeah. um, and not really working past like not really staying at work past like my my hours. Yeah. Um, so for me, I'd rather probably go with the second option yeah. just because
0: i think it was just like the different interpretation to like for me exactly. it was just like the city life but you're like interpreting it as like the life, life. It's like home life yeah but like in, in that in that sense it would it would make sense but yeah i was just like life outside <laughs> um okay next one would you rather have a patient with every rare disease in the world as your first case or uh perform a surgery in front of a live audience at a medical conference <laughs>
1: This is a funny one. I don't like public speaking, public performance, any of that stuff. So yeah. I'd probably go with having a patient with every rare disease in the world as your first case, because it's my first case. Yeah. Nobody's expecting me to be perfect. So yeah. if I can't get every rare disease in the world, if I can't like at least diagnose and treat uh-huh. every rare disease, I don't I have resources to help me yeah. figure it out. I'm not going to feel bad that my first case is a particularly a challenging yeah. one. Yeah. But I would feel bad if I'm performing surgery in front of a live audience and I just completely forget the first step and yeah. can't even, you know, yeah. just completely flounder yeah. in front of yeah. a live yeah. audience. For me, that'd be a nightmare versus, like, uh-huh. a particularly challenging case. Yeah.
0: I feel like the second part is, like, very movie-esque. <laughs> like, you, you see... I, I forgot, like, I can think of, like, a bunch of different movie scenes where it's, like, they're performing surgeries and they're, like, residents watching through yeah. that little window mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but I would actually go with the second one just because I feel like... Um, that, doing that, like, I am I obviously know that I'm, like, you know, doing this, performing this surgery, so I would try to, like, truthfully, and for the most part, like, master what I'm doing, mm-hmm. so I think I will put a lot of preparation, um, yeah, 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 definitely, like, as I'm talking about it, I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to do that, like, I am fine dealing with the unknown, mm-hmm. but I think I'd rather be more so prepared than, like, oh my god, like, I don't know what this thing is, so I have to, like, kind of, you know, take on the a different route. So I think for me, like, even in my, like, future specialty, just as I'm talking about it, like, I think I'd rather know what I'm going to deal with mm-hmm. and just, or, like, have, yeah, just having that expectation and knowing what it's going to be so I can, like, prepare all the way and, you know, that's not going to be 100%. I just think, like, that for me would be a better, better option. And... I guess d- being in public, yeah, it's a bit nerve-wracking, but I feel like I can get over it, and we'll be fine.
1: Yeah, I think that's where personality comes into play, too. Like, mm-hmm. are you more of an extroverted versus introverted person? Because yeah. definitely, like, the performance space is something that not everyone's comfortable yeah. in, and so yeah. I think that plays into, like, what what you would rather choose. Yeah, for sure. So would you rather have the ability to make all patients understand medical procedures with a single mind performance <laughs> yeah! You know. have the power to make all healthcare paperwork disappear? Second one, immediately. <laughs> We're in agreement. Yeah, just because like,
0: I, one thing, one thing that I always, always, always noticed, like let's say from undergrad, when I scribe, when I, I don't know, when I was an MA, one thing that was the common theme of like pain and misery for all physicians, like, all across in different fields is always paperwork, yeah. is charting, and dealing with insurance. Actually, uh-huh. I think that would be an interesting question if we had like insurance versus charting, because <laughs> like that that that's both like pretty. I don't know. I feel like just pretty like not likable to deal with. Right. But yeah, paperwork is just actually nowadays there's not much paperwork. It's more so like online charting, yeah. but but like, just it, administrative tasks. I think yeah. is what it's referring to. Yeah, that's um, just a big no for me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think every health like healthcare professional I ask like what they what the least favorite part of their mm-hmm. job is, and it depends like what specialty you go into, where you are in terms of like hierarchy, but they they all hate paperwork, yeah. they all hate the administrative aspect, um, logistical things like dealing with insurance yeah. and like billing and, and and all that kind of stuff. And so I, I mean, I haven't personally dealt with that too much yet, but I think yeah, as we like go further in our careers and have more um, responsibilities with you know, yeah. more paperwork in front of us, we're going to very quickly realize yeah. why it's the bane of every,
0: yeah. everyone's
1: existence. Um, yeah. So I definitely agree with you on that one.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. Okay, our last question. Would you rather have a preceptor who asks you, like, really hard, you know, those pimping type questions during rounds, but then shares great learning opportunities or have a preceptor who never asks you any question but also doesn't provide as much of an educational guidance? Yes.
1: Yeah, I think that, like, the lazy part of me wants to just go with, like, the second option. Yeah. But then I know that that's not going to challenge me in the right ways to for me to become the physician I want to be. So I have to just choose the first option.
0: Suck it up. And. Yeah, <laughs> just suck
1: it up and, like, be okay. Like, be com- get comfortable with being uncomfortable and, mm. like, be willing to be put on the spot. And maybe if you, I don't know if it gets less uncomfortable. I yeah. don't think it does. But I think that at least being familiar with that feeling of discomfort is is important for growth. And uh, I mean, you get good learning opportunities yeah. with that too, right? Yeah. So this is actually, actually a real life scenario. Like you do, sometimes you do have an easier rotation or an easier time working with a particular person, but... Then you don't get as many opportunities.
0: Yeah. Um, so
1: I think it's very, it represents like real life really well, yeah. this question. Yeah, for um, sure. So I'd go with the first one.
0: Okay, nice. Yeah, I would go with the first one too. And I think that actually kind of ties in with my answer for the music festival. Like mm-hmm. if I'd rather be a doctor on a cruise ship versus mm-hmm. a music festival, just because I, I kind of like to be on my toes. Like mm-hmm. I know I said, I like to know what I'm about to deal mm-hmm. with. Like the unexpected part is something. I'd rather not to deal with a lot in my future specialty. But at the same time, I just feel like I'll fall asleep. Like, mm-hmm. it'll just be a waste of time. Not a waste of time. Like, there's learning opportunities and wherever you go. Mm-hmm. But those pimping questions, I think... Like, to me, learning happens when you're... Like, let's say if you're a bit nervous, if you're a bit uncomfortable, if you're a little bit stressed and something happens, like, you tend to learn that... Um, Like, learn that memory or whatever that is. Learn that... Remember that experience Mm -hmm. much better. Right. Versus if you're just, like, chilling on a couch and, like, someone's explaining an educational... I don't know, like, a topic to you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that way, just because I will actually remember things much better. Because I'm, like, I don't know, maybe sweating, maybe worries. Like, oh my gosh, what is this going to be like? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I will just go with that first one.
1: Yeah, and what you were saying just now about how you... That actually helps, like, memory consolidation or formation mm-hmm. rather, mm-hmm. that's completely true because it's tied to an emotion. Yeah. And so that helps integrate it, like the information a lot better. Mm. Um, so I think that's, that's part of why we both kind of gravitate towards that answer. It's just like, it's actually more condu- conducive to actual
0: learning yeah, too. Yeah.
1: Sitting back and just observing and not getting opportunities, you're not going to learn much. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it almost is a waste of time. Yeah. So 100%. glad we can agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. We had a lot of fun. At least I did. Yeah, no, of course I did. <laughs> I think we can do a part two of this maybe later on because this is a lot of fun. Yeah. and like Kind of yeah. different from what we normally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, please share your thoughts, questions, and feedback on our Spotify and Instagram pages at the D.O. Diaries podcast. And go ahead and give us a shout out and follow us on
0: Instagram to see all of our updates. Thanks, y'all. Bye.